0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in our fourth and final episode in our conversation on truth. We hope you enjoy. That God is actually inviting us into something good. Mm -hmm. He's inviting us all into something more beautiful. And, And we settle so often for counterfeits of that. And that's what leads us to disorder. You know, God's trying to put us back together um, from the disorder that we've caused in our lives and in the lives of people around us. But it takes humility and it takes grace and it takes love. And if you notice, if, if we were able to just like pay attention Sometimes you can just intuitively notice when it's real truth. Because, again, Christian truth aims at what's beautiful. So much of what's being advocated for, the end result is violence. The end result is accusation. The end result is degradation. The end result is humiliation. It's not beautiful. It's It's actually on the path to death, and it's foolish. And that's why I love Anais Nim's quote um, that says, you know, we don't see things the way they are. Or another way to say it would be, we don't see the truth as it really is. We don't see reality. We don't see things the way they are. We see things the way we are. In other words, if we were honest, if we were aware, we would realize that oftentimes the frustration we have at the world is really frustration with ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: that's the, so going back to like, if we kind of flip this whole idea of if, if we aren't the ones that created what is good. What that means is that means there's somebody outside of us, something bigger than us. And I think both, like you and I both believe that that person is Jesus. He is the one that makes what, he is the one who clearly defines what is true. And if that is real, and I think it is, that means I get to see how I messed up and how I need to improve and how I am shown forgiveness by Jesus. So, what that does and why that's beautiful is it because I can look at US or someone who is someone else and see how they are not good also? And instead of pointing out their imperfections and dividing and saying like, yeah, I'm better than you. It's saying we are the same in, in our messed upness. I know a more beautiful way that's outside of both of us that we point towards. That's what that whole, like, that's why this crazy thing about enemy love. Like the Jesus calls us to love our enemies as ourselves. like love our enemies. How do we do that? We realize that because we know who the true enemy is. It's not the person who's out to get me or who hates me. It's the thing that controls them, that drives them to hate people. So I, because I see the hate in myself. I see the, my anger, my frustration, my, the sin in myself also. That's why we're saying, that's why this truth is outside of us. It's somebody else who I say is Jesus is identifying that we're measuring him, not someone else, because I'm much, it's much easier to get people to point towards someone else instead of like, look at, I am, I am perfect, I am good. No, you're not. Everyone's going to see that. But it's also saying that that other person isn't perfect or good. Mm. So, there's this commonality or mutual respect that is built around the idea that we are both imperfect and we both need something better than ourselves. That's that more beautiful picture.
0: That's really good. And so maybe maybe a way that we can apply this and do some self, you know, as Jerry Colonna would call it, radical self-inquiry, <laughs> ask ourselves <what laughs> questions. Yeah. Is when you think about what you believe is true and good, is that leading you towards peace and hope? and love of self and God and others? Or is your beliefs around, around what is true and good, is it leading you towards fear and shame and guilt and anxiety and accusation and suspicion and distrust? Because I would argue, right, if Christian truth is aimed at what's beautiful and good, then Christian truth aims it right. Then it, it results in the fruit of the spirit that we see in Galatians five. And so, so as a result, if your if what we believe about what is true is leading us towards all those negative things, I think we could all agree that one of those lists was negative. Then I, I would caution us that, like, that's maybe we need to do. Maybe we need to do some repentance or turning mm-hmm. from. Maybe we need to do some turning towards Christ. Maybe we need to do some evaluation, right? Um, maybe we maybe we're trying to measure up. You know, I love the. You know, we were with Jim and Rick, Jim and Cliff um, last week, or this, or I guess a couple of days ago, and their definition of repentance being like coming home mm-hmm. to Christ. You know. Um, remembering the love that God has for us, remembering the love that Christ has for us. Um, again, Christian truth being aimed at what's beautiful. That's beautiful. You're loved. I'm loved. God is, God is in relentless pursuit of us. You and me, despite, um, our, our hangups and our, and our struggles and is continuing to beckon us towards himself and towards relationship with his people and so i think we really have to ask ourselves is what we're advocating for leading us towards goodness Mm. is what we're advocating for leading us towards order or is what we're advocating for leading us towards disorder and leading us towards pain and leading us towards dysfunction thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast We'll be back tomorrow with a new conversation. We'll see you then.